You're listening to a short preview of one of Simon's adventures. If you'd like to hear the whole adventure, then head over to simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. If you decide to buy this episode, or even a whole collection, you'll be helping Simon create lots more adventures in the future. Here comes Simon. G'day, my name is Simon. I'm an Australian green tree frog. I'm also a fact-finding frog. Thanks for coming to visit me in my rainforest. Now we can go on another adventure together. And look, the tree stump has done it again. It's left us a note with some very odd clues about the adventure we're about to go on. I'll read them out for you. Things may warm up when you think they should cool down. Your journey will take you closer and closer to nothing at all. And you'll find yourself close to something hotter than the sun. Sometimes I wonder what language that tree stump is talking. The only way to find out is to get going on this adventure. So, let's take in one really big breath together And when we breathe out, we'll be off. Okay, deep breath in. Hold it and breathe out. Here we go. Oh, wow. I hope your imagination batteries are fully charged this time. Because it's late in the afternoon, we're in the middle of nowhere, and we're standing right in front of a set of glass doors. There's a sign above the doors, and it says, Fact-Finding Space Elevator. A space elevator? How excellent! Those doors are attached to an enormous glass tube. And if you think about looking up, you'll notice that it disappears up into the sky. Can you see that in your imagination? A clear tube going all the way up through the clouds. There's plenty of clouds today, all right, and some of them are a bit dark. That breeze is a bit chilly too. And look, it's starting to rain. You can probably feel some of the raindrops landing on your skin. Do you know what happens if it rains cats and dogs? You have to be careful not to stand in a poodle. (laughs) In your mind, would you reach out and press the button with the silver up arrow on it on the right hand side of the door? Oh, well done. Here comes the elevator now. Okay, the doors are opening up. Come on, let's go inside before we get saturated. I've always loved elevators, but my brother preferred the stairs. I suppose you could say we were raised differently. (laughs) Welcome aboard the fact-finding space elevator. Oh, g'day computer. You really are everywhere, aren't you? It looks very groovy in here, much bigger than I thought. 
It's so warm and cosy compared to outside. Simon, is it better if I close the door? Oh, thanks, computer. That's much better. Whoa! Check out what's right in front of us. There's two white swivel chairs and they're in front of a curved console that has two monitors on it. If we sit in those chairs, we'll be able to look straight out of the elevator because the whole back is made of clear glass too, just like the outside tube. What are the monitors on the console for, computer? They will show you how high we are and which level in the atmosphere we have reached. Oh, is that why it says troposphere on the screens at the moment? That is correct. OK, let's imagine having a seat at the console so we can start our journey. You can try spinning around in your seat if you like. They're really comfy. <laughs> oh, look! There's already a set of detail-detected binoculars in front of each monitor. Ooh. How thoughtful. Hang on, I think I'm getting a phone call. Hello? OK, I'll let it know. Uh, computer, the 1950s just called. They'd like their music back, please. <laughs> the 1950s? Are you feeling all right, Simon? You are not making any sense. Sorry, computer. That was a joke. Oh, when will I learn that this computer doesn't get my jokes? I do not think that any computer would get your jokes, Simon. Yeah, fair enough. So, computer, where does this space elevator take us? This elevator terminates at the fact-finding spacecraft in the exosphere. The exosphere? That's excellent! Would you like to start your adventure? Oh, yes, please. Let's rock and roll. I do not think rock and roll music is appropriate inside an elevator. Sorry, computer. Uh, we are ready to start our journey up to the spacecraft. Beginning to ascend through the troposphere. Oh, wow. Can you see that in your mind? We're on the way up. And already, we are higher than most buildings. But the ride is very smooth. A computer, how high does the troposphere go? The troposphere is approximately 12 kilometers high and contains almost all life on Earth and most of the weather. Oh, look! The readout on the screen says 300 meters. That's how high fireworks can get up into the sky, you know. Can you see all the birds out there hurrying home to avoid the weather, including those ducks over on the right-hand side? But do you know what they call a duck who likes watching fireworks? A firequacker! <laughs> and check it out! Over on the left, there's a hot air balloon going into land in that field. Or well, they don't fly very well in this weather because the rain cools down the air in the balloon too much. Do you know what you'd call a flying primate? A hot air baboon! <laughs> oh, I invented a cold air balloon once, but it didn't really take off. 
<laughs> I must say, computer, I do enjoy travelling in an elevator. They're very uplifting. <laughs> oh, dear. Whoa, look out. There goes a helicopter. They have to stay down in the troposphere because if they go any higher, there isn't enough air for them to stay up. They even have trouble landing and taking off on the top of Mount Everest because of the thin air. Helicopters shouldn't really be flying close to storm clouds. The electrical charge they create when they fly can actually make lightning happen. Hmm, not many people know that. So, if anyone invites you on a helicopter ride on a stormy day, just say, eh, I'll wait till it clears up, thanks. Hmm. Do you know what the silliest invention in the world is? An ejector seat in a helicopter. Ouch! <laughs> that? I reckon the computer just put her foot down on the accelerator a bit harder because we're definitely going a lot faster now. You are correct, Simon. I also thought you may appreciate going faster through the clouds as there is very little to see. We have reached 6,000 meters and passing through a large cumulonimbus cloud. Cumulonimbus? They are my favorite clouds. Those are the big fluffy ones that are also storm clouds, so they can be quite dark, like this one is. Look at the water droplets on the That's the end of the, the preview. Clouds. Remember, you can check out the whole adventure at simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.